got a funky kind of shirt on today and we like to start with things that people can't really see. Um, did you watch any sport over the weekend, Stuart? Yeah, I watched some sport. What are you on about? I watched some sport. Hello, everybody. This is the What's It Go podcast, by the way. Sure is. <laughs> What's the matter, big guy? You had any coffee today? Yeah, I had some coffee. What about you? I hear you're uh, starting to lower your coffee intake. That's um, it's an interesting move in life. Uh, just a general health kick at the moment. I realised how kind of uh, kind of large and unhealthy I've been getting in this lockdown period. So, well, it's easy to do in the lockdown. Oh yeah, I think people seem to go one of two ways: either um, large and unhealthy, or kind of uh, meek and unsocial. Well, hang on now. Why are they exclusive? They're probably, uh, unlike, they're probably not likely to be exclusive. No, I think you can have a, a meek fatty to, as well. What, do we do we say fatty on this show? Uh, only when we're referring to the great man, Mr. Vorton. <laughs> Who's doing um, cameos now, I've mm-hmm. noticed. Cameos being the... Um, the, you know, the short videos you can request from celebrities yeah, to send to people. I, I had a thought about that and thought... I had was just now, actually, I just had that thought now. Could you write a script? So that's how cameos work. They'll usually say the script that you write, right? Yeah. Could we fund, I don't know how much it would cost. I wonder if you could have a podcast that was like Fatty Vorton talking to, I don't know, like some other sports star, but it was just a podcast we made by buying cameos from them. Oh, right. So you just write a script for each and then just keep buying cameos till they've said all their lines. Exactly. And then you edit it together. Yeah, and then we sell commercials in it, and then we're making money off having a podcast that Fatty makes. Absolutely. I think the only problem is probably that it would probably cost more for little two-minute videos, 10 two-minute videos, than just to kind of say, hey, do you want a voiceover gig for 20 minutes? Yeah, you know that's I mean? that's true. I wonder are you if you do a cameo thing, right, do you own everything that they've said? That's a bloody good question. I haven't felt a strong enough need to get a cameo yet, although although I may do for my son's birthday. So I'm on the website now so we can discuss this a little because that's important. Hmm. Um, While Fletcher. you're looking at that, can I just mention the reason I know that is because, and you follow Yazzie Boy as well, the comedian Yazzie oh, yeah. Boy. Yeah, yeah. He, he was onto it like the first day that Fatty was on there because he has a Fatty and Footy Show obsession, of course. Yes. And he, yes, got, yes. A, he got a lovely message from Fatty. Which uh, now, I'm looking here at Mark Geyer, MG, right? We could use him for a bit of colour on what's the go occasionally, get him in to talk about the league. It's only well, let's, 30... let's, let's write some stock phrases that yeah. they can, we can get them to record and then we'll just drop yeah. them in like they're just sitting in the studio here with us. I'm Mark Geyer and what's the go, that kind of thing, you know? But would Mark Geyer be able to... Now, I'm worried about this. Mark Geyer will do you one for $30, 24-hour delivery available too, crazy. Um, but yeah, yeah, for but business, what I'm asking you is... Sorry. 210 
No, no, that's all right. It's 210 for business. See, that's what I worry about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I'll, I'll you, what were you asking me? You were saying, is that the best person? Mm, no. Who who would sponsor like to first of all who would who would sponsor us who in their right mind would sponsor us? Yeah, I don't know. And and no, surely if we've got the breadth of people with profile these days, yes. who would who would we want here in the studio with us? Who would we want to get a two minute recorded message of that we can chop up and just drop in like a sound? Well, I'm looking through it right now. I'm looking through it right now. I reckon we could have a sports podcast with Chapelli and Shannon Knoll. Like that, oh. them talking the You know what I'm saying? Chapelli yeah? would be amazing. Yeah, oh, Chapelli would be good, oh. wouldn't he? Oh. Maybe you could just get him to record a bunch of stumbles. What do you think of that, Chapelli? Oh, well. Um, uh, oh. Which, uh, uh, which, uh, um, one of my favourite things here, oh. and this is interesting. Why don't we... Yeah. You know, R.I.P. Of course, Tony Gregg. Why don't we just oh. get a sound, make a soundboard up of all the gaps that he ever made on air? Yeah, what's he going to do? Just... Come for us? He's dead. Yeah. Well, I hope he doesn't. He sometimes now I'm back, interested you know. here. Just looking at, um, you know, this is ostensibly a sports podcast, but right now I'm just looking through Cameo. Yep. Um, they get to set their Only own fans prices. Next week, which by I the think... way, everybody. Um, they get to set their own prices, which I think is such a really weird, interesting part of this. Well, that's amazing because I've never looked at this. So, you know, I'm learning along with everyone else. But what you get there is where the celebrities themselves think they sit in the pecking order of celebrityness, right? Exactly. And let me give you one thing. And let me give you ones that kind of like weird me out a little bit. You could get... Um, who? What's someone here? NRL legend Peter Wynn. He'll only set you back fifteen dollars. Well, you bloody Whereas, so. What's he done? Yeah. What's he well, done? Well, Leon. Thirty years. <laughs> yeah, good point. Um, <laughs> well, not much. I don't, you've ruined my point. That's not where I was going with <laughs> oh, that. Oh, sorry. But does anyone who knows who Peter Wynn is? Are they still alive? He, he doesn't he run he. Uh, his sports store, that Peter yeah. Wynn big big ass sports store. Yeah, 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 with all the jerseys and stuff. Yeah, it'll set you back eighty five dollars for Adriano Zumbo to tell you something. That's ridiculous. Yeah, Je- Tomo is only thirty five bucks. Tomo's only thirty five. That doesn't seem right. But he set his own price. He mustn't think that many people want to hear him anymore. Exactly. We all want to hear Tomo. Oh, mate. What about baby John Burgess? He's got to be on I'm there, sure he's here. Yeah, I'm sure he's here somewhere. I hear some 80-year-old baby John. Where? Baby John, about 80, I reckon? Uh, I yeah, I think so. I think um, when I used to host a trivia, it was pretty much a weekly thing that we had to look up if baby he was John still is, alive. Excuse me? Yeah, he is still alive, I believe. Yeah. Um, oh, man, there's a lot of people on here I've never heard of, too. But yeah, throw, I think throw me be... someone you've never heard of, and I'll see if I've heard of them. Tennille Dashwood. Oh fuck! <laughs> Got anything? Well, I will in a sec. Hang on. She's a professional wrestler. Oh yeah, but oh yeah, Australian. You know her. Well, I don't yeah, know. Yeah. We're on Australian Australian yeah, cameo. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, Ruben Garrick will set you back seventy bucks. Yeah, but he's kind of current, you know. What's your point? 
Todd Carney's only 25 bucks. So what I'm getting at here is I reckon if we could get $1,000 together, we could make a bizarre podcast. Because we don't already. We're doing it for free right now, aren't we? Yeah, yeah, that's true. But instead of listening to us, you could hear Ruben Garrick talking to Chapelli and then, you know, move on to who we got here, Marley Biondolo, the winner of Big Brother Australia. Great. I think we should probably talk about some sports stuff before we uh, well, run out of time, frankly. Yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, I didn't watch any NRL this weekend because I have a... Uh, a what? I know, well, 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 wait a second. I'm setting you up here. I didn't watch any. I watched a little bit of highlights, but I didn't watch any because I have a, a very young baby and I just didn't get the chance. Can you give me a breakdown of what happened in the two matches? Well, and she wanted the TV? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, she watches her stories at that time. Yeah, okay. Uh, quick summaries of each game. Yeah. Um, manly, exciting. Roosters tried hard, got dudded a few times, I think. Okay. Um, yeah, I don't... Yeah, it's it's a bit hard to say, but yeah, Manly certainly certainly on fire. Um, I yeah, I think it's going to be a, a great game uh, next week between Manly and South. And then Penrith Para was extremely tight. Um, Penrith, it's hard to pick faults, but it's also it's also wasn't really that exhilarating. Um, yeah. Okay. They just, uh, yeah, they're, they've still like they still look they still look alright, but not, you know, as as kind of clutch as they were, you know, as kind of peak as they were. Um, Para just, you know, tried very hard. Junior Paulo dropped the ball in the last m- minute of the game, which, um, sat, well, Para was on the attack could have been very different if he held. I am. I started watching um, from the beginning again The Sopranos this weekend with my wife. Has anyone ever Paulie? made a... Is that what made you think of that? No, Junior. Junior oh, Paulo. Right. Yeah, has anyone ever made a meme with Uncle Junior and Junior Paulo together? Uncle Junior Paulo? <laughs> let's, uh, let's look that up. Uh, yeah, so now did I hear that um, uh, the Penrith men um, did some kind of cheat attempt? Or well, well, take your pick. If it is it blocking runners to stop in to the try play, and get to the kick, but or trainers stopping play, trainers stopping play. Yeah, they they quite often the the trainer. There's this rule now where trainers can stop the play if they believe a player is sufficiently injured to warrant you know thorough care and attention there on the field, right? Sure, but that's just a that's the trainer deciding making a judgment call on that so the trainer can stop it whenever they want. And funnily enough, the Penrith trainer wanted to stop quite a lot when Parramatta were getting a roll on near Penrith's trial line. So, so shouldn't we make it like a blanket rule that you just don't listen to trainers about anything? Oh, it's, it's should never have come in. Like why, to... why yeah. under what circumstances is it a good idea to let the trainer decide when the game stops? Like it's just... To decide anything? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and look, you're in back play. It should, it really should be like, if you want to get a player off, 
you know, the, the, the team should get support crew to treat it like a pit stop and just get, get someone out there, get three or four people working on it all once and then either give them the thumbs up and point out onto the track. So that the I, saw, can... I saw an image of the man down in black, back, black pay, back oh, play. Big uh, yeah. Um, uh, I saw an image of the man down in back play. You could have driven two ambulances on there to get him while the play was still going on. Yeah. But then on the other side of the coin, you have people like Blake Ferguson faking crusher tackle injuries and then jumping up wanting to blue as soon as he gets a penalty. Old so, Fergie Ferguson. Yeah, he's... Um, yeah. So what's your pick then? Who's going to go on to win it all? Uh, Storm. <laughs> I just, really? I don't Still? know. Yeah. I don't know how they... I don't know how they get beaten. Panthers... Yes, they beat Eels, but they weren't convincing. Yeah, Manly, they Manly already being towed up by Storm two weeks ago. So maybe that was the towel up that they needed. <laughs> oh, I don't know. I just don't know. It's just, I don't know if it's just that I want someone else to win, or that I just, I don't know. I just can't see how it happens though. Yeah, I get you. Um. I just had a sip of water. Um, yeah, thank you. Uh, look, jumping to something completely different currently. Have you ever seen a player actively for a whole season try to make his team do worse at the behest of the coaching staff? You're going to have to fill me in a bit more there. Sorry, fella. I think Aaron Rodgers is doing that this season to Green Bay. I think he's... Because he had um, he had like all these contract problems with him. He's like a star quarterback. He was the MVP of the league last year. And they drafted a quarterback, like a backup one, which is a real fuck you to a good quarterback kind of thing. Yeah. And he's come out last week and just played terribly. Hasn't thrown any touchdowns, hasn't done anything. And What's he doing? Daring him to drop him? I think so. Because he'll get paid out. And I think this is what's going on. He doesn't play till tomorrow. He plays on Monday night football. Yeah. So if he's shit again, this is very interesting. How old is he? Mid thirties. All right. So maybe he's not playing. Maybe late thirties. Late thirties. Thirty-eight. Okay. So it's not like he's playing for a big new contract somewhere else potentially. Maybe he's just gonna. Is he gonna retire after his contract? Do you think? He. It's very possible he'll take the job hosting Jeopardy. What? He hosted Jeopardy. The the quiz show? Yeah, I'm aware of the quiz show. Why is yeah, a football yeah. player hosting that? Well, because Alex Trebek passed away, so they had maybe six different people come on and guest host for two weeks, so ten episodes. And he was the and best, Aaron, was he? Aaron Rodgers was one of the... He definitely rated the best by the fans. And uh, that's a whole debacle in itself. The EP then appointed himself the new host. Did you see this? I, I, I know about this. I, don't, I, I didn't know there was an NFL player. Involved. Yeah, Aaron Rodgers was uh, like the fan favourite for best host and he was very funny and very good. Right. And so now that they're looking for hosts again, I think he's thinking, well, if I can get out of this whole football gig, <laughs> I can go and host the trivia show. What a, what a kind of life to lead where you can either be a, the uh, main quarterback for a you know NFL franchise or host a game show. And you can pretty much choose which yeah. one you feel like doing. Yeah, what a dude, hey? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've got some. Um, I've got a bit of an update on last week's episode. I'm 
we were talking about uh, uh, Radicanu. We've got a Radicanu update, or yeah. rather a correction. So my brother um, sent through to me that Radicanu is actually British. I um, really? called. Hmm? Really, that? I didn't know he was British. She. I said I didn't know he was British. She. She. Yeah. What yep. did I say? He. Oh, my bad. Yeah. Um, so that was surprising to me because my brother never listens to any of my podcasts. Oh. Um, and of all the ones I've made, he's chosen What's the Go as the one he's going to start listening to for some reason. So, Well, it's because I'm on it. Yep. And uh, so I went, oh, all right, fair enough. We made a mistake there. I was going to correct it, but then... I saw something else about Emma Raducanu and it says here, mm-hmm. her father's Romanian. Her name is yeah. Romanian and she speaks Romanian fluently. Yeah. She's considered yeah. Romanian by millions of Romanians, but she's never lived in Oh, yeah, Romania, well, they would. Right? Oh. Her mother yeah. is Chinese, speaks fluent Chinese. Get out. Is con- considered yeah. a Chinese hero by the Chinese. Wait a minute. Sorry. A bit more on that. Why? Because she gave birth to a Romanian. I'm just trying to work out the tense of this paragraph. I'm trying to work out whether Emma's mother or Emma is the hero. Um, <laughs> okay. It does. It doesn't. It's not clear from the paragraph who's the hero. Wow. You want to add another weirdness to this too? Um, Radicano is also Canadian. Yeah, that's the next paragraph. Emma was born in Canada and has lived most of her life and trained in the UK. Yeah, no, it says here, what I'm reading, it says her mother only speaks Mandarin and watches Taiwanese television shows. (laughs) doesn't say anything about her being a hero to the Chinese. It's a big leap there, I think. Yeah. So, um, yeah, none of... All of us to were be right fair, and none to of be us fair, were right, essentially. <laughs> yeah. And to be fair, with like a single person sport like that, it doesn't really matter what country you choose to play for, does it? Right? Like, not like a team sport. Married people can play it as well. Okay, Monty. Um, did you have any other questions? Because I wanted to introduce a new segment. Please introduce the new segment. All right. So my son, for some reason, had decided to rip all the books out of both his bookshelves and throw them all on his floor. Uh, yeah, he, gets, he gets in the mood to do a big rearrange sometimes. Sometimes he'll arrange the books on his bookshelf by colour, sometimes by series, alphabetically, whatever. See, uh, On this occasion, when he was starting to uh, put back, books back on the shelf, I looked down and I saw... Something that I'd never seen before, a book I'd never seen yeah. before in the house. Really? Yeah. And you you keep a pretty tight ship with how, what books are in and out of the house, right? Well, of course. Yeah, you wouldn't let just any books coming month. into the house willy-nilly. That's right. Um, so this Lady, book... Lady Chatterley's lover. What if he was reading that, eh? Jeez. Or that's at my mum and dad's house. Yeah. Might See, you know, you, so okay, so your knowledge of what books are at houses extends beyond your own. <laughs> well, I lived there for a long time, you know. Yeah, all right, all right. Didn't bring Lady Chatterley as, I, as I went from Bebe to man. Yeah, Bebe. Um, so yeah, it's, it's a it's, long lead in. <laughs> 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 
if you stop getting uh, fascinated by me knowing what books are in the house, we'll, we'll get somewhere. Listen, it's one of those, do you remember, I don't know if you remember, there was a fad in the 80s of, of books with real cartoony covers. Look, I'll um, tell you what I can give you for that. I remember that there was a series of books that were designed to go in toilets. Right. Is that kind of what you're talking about? No, it's where the cover is instead of like, you know, a live action picture of some kind. It's just a, a, a silly cartoon on the theme of what the book's about. Well, it is a book. Anyway, Books are allowed to do that. They are, but what I'm saying is, from what I know, it was a big theme in the 80s, particularly in the sport area. Sport and politics. So, you know, a lot of caricatures and stuff like that. Sure, sure. Okay, yeah, 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 yeah. All right, okay. Anyway. Yeah, big E's on, on Rodney Marsh or something like that. Yeah, is that what you mean? like that. You know, Max yeah, Walker. Okay. Max Walker. Yeah, yeah, star. yeah, yeah. Now that when you say Max Walker book, I know exactly what you're talking about. Gotcha. Now this is called Famous Sporting Fiascos. I strongly suspect my son has never read it. Oh. It uh, it came out in 1982 originally. Yeah, hence the the cover. I suppose that was cover. the height yeah, of yeah, the yeah yeah, yeah 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 fair. And it was written by Stephen Winkworth. Oh, yeah, the Winkworth. Nice. Good to see him still getting work. Stephen Winkworth. Just let, okay. that, just let that sit for people for a second. And the blurb is, a side-splitting score sheet of own goals, no balls, gaffes and blunders. <laughs> yeah. This is just going to be a, a hilarious oh, it's gonna, collection. It's going to be a, a romp, isn't it? Oh. Hilarious collection of sporting stories. So it is just that. It's just a collection of random sporting stories. So what I might do, Monty, yeah. is just get you to pick a page rather than me go through it. And we'll let fate decide what we hear here, okay? Can so, I just give you something just before you do that? Oh, yes. He, I'm, cause it's great now that we do this over Skype, I can just be on the internet looking stuff up. He only seems to have uh, one other or two other books and one of them's Great Commercial Disasters. Yeah, right. Yeah. Well, maybe wow. um, maybe in this episode I should read Winkworth's, uh, you know, intro and then yeah, the... pick stories next week. I don't know. Oh, no, I'd like to pick a story. I don't care about his intro. All right, what, do, what do hear, I get to You don't want to hear, like, it's, what are sporting fiascos? You don't want to hear the Winkworth view on sporting, what sporting fiascos are? Or do no, you feel frankly, you're across frankly, I feel I can work out what a sporting fiasco is. I just want to hear what he thinks are sporting fiascos. All right. Can I just How say you, that you... my eye's gone down to the first sentence in the second paragraph? Can I read that to you? Please. Any fool can see that all this is pure hokum. Ah, uh, fair. That's just hokum. That's a episode title for this one, Pure Hokum. Yeah, Pure Winkworth. That's a Winkworth. That's that's Winkworth. Right that is Winkworth right there, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right. So let's. So the first page is thirteen, and the last page is. Excuse me, listeners, while I work this out. You know, you can pick up that famous sporting fiasco Stephen Winkworth classic on Amazon for three dollars eighteen. Holy dooly. Mm. Okay, 194. 
So any pick a number between 13 and 194. Uh, 88. 88, here we go. All right. This one is called the Great Alpine Walkover. Go on. The worst steeplechase of all time was the December 1968 Pre de Alps race. At the start, there were 11 horses. Between oh. them, sorry. So that we're racing horses in the Alps? Yes. That would, that's, okay. well, that's, that's a pretty, uh, you know, pretty direct kind of steeplechase, isn't it? Yeah. Go on. Yeah, I was just looking at uh, steeplechase, mate. This is uh, oh, pop, yeah. this is yeah, live. Yeah. No. Oh. <laughs> okay. But uh, at the start, there were eleven horses. Between them, they managed to throw seven riders. Three of them at the first jump. A couple of furlongs from the end, with just four horses left in the race, three took a wrong turning and left the course. <laughs> Wow. So, you know, you're with me so far that this is a it's a pretty bad race, am I right? Yeah, yeah, people just falling off horses left and right. Yep, sure. Yeah. The remaining animal, Fanita, we got to hear what the last horse's name was, doggedly galloped on down the straight. But as the thudding of her companion's hooves grew faint, she began to feel that something was wrong. As you would. At the last jump, she refused, throwing her rider and turning back to join the others. The jockey, pedestrian fellow, seemed to think that the race was still on and chased down the course after Fanita, remounted and coaxed her back up the straight and over the jump. Then, taking no chances, he dismantled, dismounted and dragged her by the reins over the finish line, winning, literally, by a walkover. <laughs> Wow, what a sporting oh fiasco that was, eh? That was a famous sporting fiasco. Wow. Um, what a story. Mythical crocodiles. I'm, I'm tempted to read Yeah, that, that sounds one. more fun than the first one. Yeah, it's go, one go with that. Two. During the Moscow Olympics of 1980, an athlete from Guinea-Bissau, Guinea-Bissau? Guinea-Bissau. Bissau, Bissau. Yeah, right. Refused to take part in the 3,000 metres steeplechase event. When asked why he would not run, he explained that it was the water jump which worried him. You just don't jump into water in Guinea-Bissau. There might be crocodiles. Wow. So he was scared of crocodiles. Yeah, I can see why this book only costs $3.18 now. Famous sporting fiascos. Um, And confusingly, I'll post a photo of it, obviously. Confusingly, the cover is a, like I said, a cartoon of a cricket pitch with a wicketkeeper and a batsman. Oh. For some reason, the batsman's ass is on fire. Well, that's a fiasco. Is it a famous sporting fiasco? Maybe, I don't know, has he, has he buried the burnt ass cricket man story in here somewhere? Flaming find it? cricketer. Hmm. Oh, no, when you, when you look up flaming cricketer, all you get to Stephen Fleming. I don't know about that joke. It's not a joke. I just Googled up Fleming Cricketer. Oh, okay. I got Stephen right. Fleming. 
<laughs> yeah, I wish it were a joke. Well, I wish it were we a go. joke. Just for um, your benefit, Monty. Yeah. There you go. Oh, yeah. No, I've been looking at images of that. Yeah, Flaming Cricket Man there. He looks upset by it too. Well, they both do. Let's be frank. The Wicket Keeper's, you know, not revelling in his uh, opponent having a fiery Bertas. No, his proximity well. would, would yeah, cause fear. I, listen, you're on the cricket pitch. doesn't mean you lose all empathy. That's true. Batsman's ass suddenly burst into flames. You're not going to, you know, gloat. Oh, yeah, you're not going to start sledging. I don't think you would. Ooh. Ooh. Your butt's on fire. Flamey ring. That's pretty good, though. Yeah. I don't know. Flamey ring was pretty good. Yeah. Um, this has kind of petered out a bit. Well, that's your opinion. I'm having the time of my life. <laughs> I'd consider this more of a sporting fiasco. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, okay. Anything else before we leave? You are an AFL correspondent who only knows about the Swans. Did you have anything you want to tell us about <laughs> AFL? AFL, now it's the week off. Um, it it's going to be weird watching a final in Perth. That's weird. Mm. You know, it's going to be weird. Um, the yachting news for us, Monty. Uh, yes, quite weak in the yacht world. Um, the boats don't make much noise. Yeah. Um, Premier League, though, I'll give you some of that. Um, uh, I'll give you once again, you know, a very one-eyed view. It's Southampton. We are, you know, five games in. We've only lost once. You'd be pretty happy about that at the start of the season if you've been told that. We haven't won any games, but we have only lost once. Okay. Yeah. Uh, that headline again, Monty's team doing well. No, not well. No, 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 no. We're about 14th, I believe, but, um, but uh, well, not, not doing terribly. for them, though, right? Exactly. Yeah, that's Southampton we're talking about, by the way. Yeah. Southampton. Yeah. Um, yeah, other than that, no, nothing really uh Not Dalliums, sorry, Brownlows. Brownlows. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a boring night. You ever watched one of those? No. No. Can't say I've got any interest at all in that. No. IPL starting up again for some reason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. In yeah, COVID-stricken it... India. Well, it was abandoned because of COVID. And yeah, yeah, yeah. So what whether they're... would ever get back going again, but yeah, it's going again. Um, I have, I'm not up to date with uh, COVID numbers in India, so I assume they've got the timing right there. Yeah, oh, surely they have. Um, when is England coming out here? Murlap. When? Yeah. Would be November. Yeah. That's okay. not that bloody far, is it? No, that was what that was the point I was getting at there. Uh, yeah, it's rather soon. Yeah. You'd have to expect it would be. I hope I wonder if there's any kind of continued odd weirdness going on between Seven and Cricket Australia for broadcasting stuff. Yeah, interesting. I don't know. We shall find out, I suppose. That's it will come to the fore. The uh Black Caps uh cancelled their tour of Pakistan while they were in Pakistan, are ready to, almost ready to go out in the field. What, what was their issue? Uh, terrorism concerns, terrorist oh, attack yeah. concerns. Yeah, that's fair. Um, they were very kind of weirdly late concerns, though, because obviously it had been organised and they were over there. So. Um, now, speaking of a similar thing, um, the Afghani newly uh, appointed leaders, the Taliban... Um, 
their deal fell through at the last minute to let the Afghani cricket team come to Australia, I believe. Yeah. Well, the deal didn't yeah, fall that... through. We said we don't, we're not going to play if you're not going to let women play sport. Well, so yeah, that's a, fair. It's, you know, echoes of apartheid. I was really. just going to say, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. like when we said no to uh, yeah, the South Africans. Oh, actually, I feel like that should be an al- my next album. Echoes of Apartheid. Echoes yeah. yeah. Yeah, a lot of kind of like um, uh, Graceland, uh, Paul Simon, African rhythms kind of thing, that, that kind of vibe. Oh, a good excuse to get the git box out. Can you play us out, Stu? Come here and play cricket no more. You bunch of Taliban. Scum sucking horse. Whoa, that took a turn. I don't know if we want to. Um, you can't geo block podcasts, can you? Some Talibani could listen to it. Talibani? Yeah. Taliban I, man? I guess the onus is on them to prove they don't suck scum, though. Is it? I thought you would be innocent till proven scum sucky. Surely we don't just go around assuming everyone's sucking scum and it's your job to prove that you're not a scum sucker. I don't know. Surely we're done. I think we're done. Can what you play wallabies? us out? Hang on, wallabies, wallabies. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, they beat the sappers. Who are... Whoa, there we go. Talk oh, about... Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bring it all the way around. Um, I didn't realise the um, Springbok are the uh, number ones, world number ones. Yeah. Like, how, how does it ever? I don't yeah, how does it ever work that New Zealand aren't the world yeah, number exact, one that's, team? That was exactly <laughs> right? my question. Gonna be. Yeah, I don't. Uh, yeah, um, and just uh, just as we go, it's uh, just a little bit of cycling news here. Unfortunately, Chris Anker Sorensen was killed in a road accident. Oh no! Oh nope! Won't read that. Oh man! <laughs> Jeez, <laughs> that was upsetting. Yeah! 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 What about we finish with a famous death? Um, uh, Jeff Hurst died. Was it Jeff Hurst? No, it wasn't. What am I talking about? Do you want to go out with a... I'll just flick through and see if I can find a very small uh, famous sporting fiasco. Jimmy Greaves, that's who I'm thinking of. Uh, but yeah, yeah, do that. Give me a sporting fiasco. Can you hear those pages turn? Some Actually, nice I can. Fired with enthusiasm. During a football match in Syracuse, Sicily on 4th of January 1974, the referee made the classic error of sending off a local player for a foul. This is something you just don't do in Sicily if you value your health. A fan who took his loyalty to his team really to heart left at this juncture, returning 10 minutes later with a double-barreled hunting gun. After firing several shots into the air, he pointed the gun at the referee and demanded the reinstatement of the player. The linesmen ran for their lives. The referee, whose awareness of his predicament was by this time extremely keen, agreed. Well, when a Sicilian soccer fan points a gun at you, you do agree. I think we got that, you know, Stephen Winkworth before. You didn't have to add that on the end. We got got that. That was the theme. Thanks, Winkworth. The visiting side from Northern Italy were not used to this sort of thing and their goalkeeper didn't like the way the fan, uttering strange Sicilian oaths, kept pointing the gun at him between swigs from his wine flask. He was so shaken that he let in seven goals. 
After the match, the wielder of the gun could not be found. He had been carried away by some cronies on a donkey cart. Dead drunk. What a story. On that note... That's a famous sporting fiasco. Sure is. Everyone knows about that story. The famous drunk gun slinger at uh, the Sicilian football game. All right, I gotta go look after a baby. Uh, I love you, uh, uh, people who listen to this podcast. We'll, we'll talk next week. Yeah, I do too. I don't know why you listen, but God bless you. God bless. Thank you.